We are the tide from the north, we're brave and we're bold, defeating our rivals never gets old, making our way to the Big Sky Conference, watch out cause here comes the silver and gold, whoa, whoa, this is Tubbs at the Club for the Vandals of Idaho. Welcome, <laughs> welcome back, tribe from the north. Oh, you need more energy, man. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> welcome back, tribe from the north, brave and bold to the official, unofficial podcast of your Idaho Vandals and the Vandals and the Vandals Billions, whatever it is, really? of the Big Sky Podcast yeah, Network. I am your host, Martin Heemstra, with Chris in the background and. My guests, the Splash, the Splash Sisters, Taylor Pierce and Michaela Friends. Hello, everybody. <laughs> hello, hello. This is this is exciting. We have the Splash Sisters on. <laughs> we got all-time Vandal greats on the show today. Probably our biggest interview we've had. This is awesome. Yeah. Thank you, guys. I'm honored. Yeah, I feel yeah. very honored. <laughs> yeah, just. God, I'm, I know I'm excited about this. Martin has been like <laughs> trying to get like, this happen for like a year and a half, so it's finally happening. I know we're excited. If like it's been like whenever like if they're doing this, I am wanting to be part of it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> when the Splash Sisters say yes, I am going to be on. I don't care what <laughs> they have to call That's what it's been like for me. Yeah, I'm Martin is probably not at. Took the Chris? whole day off work. I bet. <laughs> I wish I could I, do you, we probably took the whole day off work. Huh? Well, I yeah. wish I could well, rightfully so, rightfully so. Um, <laughs> Taylor, Michaela, what have you guys been up to? I, I mean, this this pandemic of a summer that we've got going on here. Yeah. Well, we were supposed to be together playing <laughs> Australia right now. Um, yeah, that kind of went south. We're just hanging at home. We actually got to see each other um, for a couple weeks. Uh, just recently so we did get to see each other which was nice mm -hmm. but yeah we were both disappointed that we were, we weren't getting to go to australia hey i was there I was yeah i actually was there i never actually I got four months it is winter down there but like how it's not really like winter though right like it's still probably in like the 70s um it's like a california winter so <laughs> it, it rains and it gets i mean it gets a little pretty pretty chilly at night like in the 40s and stuff but it doesn't get lower than that so it wasn't bad it rained a lot though by the time i left which was i didn't think i would mind it but i really i did really <laughs> uh, uh well uh this episode is brought to you like every episode by who martin Ain't nothing like cracking a Montucky cold snack, an ultra-refreshing light beer born in the majestic Big Sky Country. The best part is when you crack a snack, you're giving back. Montucky cold snack donates 8% of all profits back to local causes, even right here in Idaho, supporting organizations like the C.W. Hogs and Idaho Food Bank. Yeehaw, that's friggin' awesome. Uh... <laughs> Montucky Cold Snacks, the Latin American logger for powwow rippers, gator wranglers, pony riders, and badass do-gooders. 
Visit MontuckyColdSnacks.com today to find out how to get yo at ya ass some snacks. Get ya ass some snacks. All right, around the bar. This is where we get to ask you guys a bunch of questions. Um, and there's nothing you can really do about it. So <laughs> great. <laughs> so nervous. <laughs> it's not that bad. <laughs> uh, Martin, Martin, who what do you want to ask first? So I was kind of like for Michaela, I was kind of curious, like what was your first professional? What was your like what was life and what was like your first year in Luxembourg like? Mm -hmm. Oh, it was, how was it, really how great. Do you your, how, do, how do you pronounce the the team name you're part of it? A B A B Conference. Okay. Yeah, it was really, really great. Um, it's a really small country. It's like you drive 15 minutes this way, you're in France. You drive 15 minutes that way, you're in Belgium. Like, it's you just have access to like so many different cultures and countries. So that was really cool about it. And I mean, I got to play basketball, so I was happy. Um, yeah, but I really loved it. I am actually going to go back. Um, Hopefully soon. We'll see. But I'm going to go back and play for another club there. Okay. Yeah. It's the smallest country in Europe, isn't it? Because, like, I've seen things where people, like, walk the whole distance of it in, like, a day. Yeah, I think it's, like, well, I want to say it's the second smallest. I don't know if that's right because there's another country. It's called Liechtenstein. Oh, that's so tiny. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess Vatican City, too, is technically a country. But yeah, like, Luxembourg is so small like the farthest i traveled for a game was like 30 minutes <laughs> so it was it's pretty nice though and you never have to stay in a hotel you never have to get on a plane it's a little different than like playing wazoo <laughs> every single yeah, day. exactly <laughs> oh gosh so i know one thing i'm i'm kind of curious for both of you um why idaho i mean i know obviously by the time you guys joined the program, it started really rolling. Obviously, you guys helped take it to a whole different level. But, I mean, what was that? What attracted you? Or is there more behind the scenes that, you know, it's always interesting when we talk to other players, like how they ended up at the University of Idaho. Yeah. You got it? Or you want me to go first? <laughs> you go, Tay. Um, I think for me, I chose Idaho because I wanted to get away from California. I wanted to experience college away from home and like not being able to see my parents every weekend and learning how to be an adult. Um, that was like step one in figuring out I didn't want to go to school anywhere close to home. And then pretty much as cliche as it sounds when I went on my um, first visit to Idaho, I just fell in love with everything. I wasn't, to be honest, I wasn't expecting to like Idaho at all. I, I went because the coaches kept asking me to come on a visit. So I was like, all right, I'm here. I guess I'll go. Um, and I just loved everything about it. The coaching staff, the girls, the entire city of Moscow, which is exactly what I was looking for and turned out to be the right decision. I think that's debatable. <laughs> uh, yeah, I kind of had a similar experience, except I didn't want to go far from home. That was kind of my, um, my big thing was that I did want like to see my parents every weekend. And obviously they came to almost every game. So I was really lucky. Um, but it's kind of same for me. I came on my visit and just kind of like fell in love. I feel like you kind of just get a feeling where you like know, and you just like the girls were so amazing. The coaches were, and I just felt like, like I belonged there. And so I just kind of knew 
from my visit that like Idaho was where I wanted to go. That's awesome. I mean, that's why I ended up there. Just felt, felt like home. <laughs> yeah, you just kind of get a feeling. Right? <laughs> Some Moscow vibes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> vibes. <laughs> um, kind of going backtrack, kind of piggybacking off the Moscow vibes thing. What is it you guys, is the, what is it you miss most about Moscow? Or is there one particular thing about Moscow you miss? Right. Well, like the university or just the city <laughs> yeah. or if you want to do a separate. Um, yeah, I think like the food places. <laughs> like the people in the school and like basketball, like all of that, but just Moscow itself. Like, I think we just have so many good memories, like going out to eat and like, mm-hmm. you know, there's just Huckleberry zucchini bread. Like you can't get that anywhere else. And it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Tay and I had to do a little like food tour. When we went to we went to Moscow like two weeks ago or something, and we were only there for like a day. And so we went to like all my favorite places all in one day. It was overwhelming. Yeah. So like, what are the stops? It was really ridiculous. Well, I think my number one is Breakfast Club. Okay. Mm. Okay. What about you, Tay? This is such a hard question. I know. <laughs> Um, well, obviously, if we could just divide it into like breakfast, lunch, and dinner, like I'm going to breakfast club for breakfast. <laughs> if we're talking lunch, I there's too many oh, you know, in there for lunch. Where are we going for dinner? Lodgepole. Oh, yeah, okay. oh. you don't hear that answer a lot. That's cool, though. You should. Yes, the pork chop, the pasta, the burger. Years and I've never been to Lodgepole. I kind of you're missing out, Tyler. It's on a college budget, though. That is a hard place to go frequently. Yeah, Yeah. your thing. Yeah, Yeah. it's when your parents come up and they want to. (laughs) You had a good game weekend or homecoming. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's awesome. Uh, so what's what's the order at the Breakfast Club then? You you both were Breakfast Clubbers. Oh yeah, well. We ate there Saturday mornings for our pregame meal every single Saturday morning. And kind of like the thing is, is you have to get the same order all four years. Mm-hmm. What works? So I did. I did. Yeah. Yeah. I did. I right. rule, but I, I still you did. did. <laughs> and I was so freaking tired of it. But yeah, it's just, yeah. I switched it up a few times the kitchen sink, the breakfast club, the home style. Oh, home style every time. Oh, I'm sorry. Browns, ham, um, over easy eggs, huckleberry zucchini bread. I never got tired of huckleberry zucchini bread. Never. No, that's just impossible. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, so, look, I even is it a year now? Since you both stopped, graduated, slash, not with the team, is that right? Or am I missing you? Two years, right? Two. We graduated in 19. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this Let's, will be our second year coming up. Okay. I know you're probably still close to the 
close to the close to everybody on the team, but I was kind of curious, what's it like? What's it been like following as like as an alumni? If it's been different for both of you, or has it been pretty much like you're still there, kind of just talking to the players still? Um, I mean, I still I still talk to a lot of them, and you never really like lose your relationship with them. You're still joking around and all that, but. You definitely don't know like the ins and outs and what goes on in practice and yeah. there's a lot of little things that you miss out on and obviously that's going to happen when you're not there you don't see what's going on but i mean if there's ever anything like big and anybody needs advice they've come to me they probably come to mike before too just kind of looking for someone who knows the system but doesn't really know what's going on to offer a different kind of perspective but you know, you're still, I'm still super close to them. Still joke around a lot with like Gina and Allison and all those. They're a bunch of clowns. So <laughs> we still send each other memes on Twitter all the time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the same kind of relationship I would have with them too. Um, it's a little different. Like now you're just kind of a fan. You just only see like the game stuff and you hear a little bit about what goes on, but not a lot. Um, but it's been kind of fun. I swear I get more nervous, like, for them watching than I got, like, playing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I definitely get more nervous. Well, well, you don't have a game plan. You don't know, like, what they're I trying know. to do. I'm like, I need to be in uh, Like, why are we guarding screens this way? Like, who are we letting shoot? I, it's yeah. not knowing everything because you don't know why they do certain things. But yeah. in your head, you're like, they have to do those. I don't know why, but they have to do those things. Yeah. <laughs> so... Taylor, I got, I got a question for you. So um, at my work, we have this big, like, four TV set media wall. And we put on the, I think it was State Farm did the three-point and dunk contest yeah. that you were a part of. Got literally all over Seattle. Everybody's like, what are you watching? I'm like, oh, there's this girl from Idaho that can shoot the ball lights out and participate. So we got, we got like – Ballard on like I think it was like a Thursday or Friday night. I remember like people yeah, were stopping at our window and like yeah, and then we got it on this big screen. So I just want to know like, what was that like? Kind of being a part of that experience. Um, I mean, how can we win? Yeah, I well, that's a that's a hard question. Um, <laughs> you let them win. We know. You, I lied <laughs> a little bit is what really happened. Uh, I mean, just the whole experience. I think there was only me and maybe one other girl that was from like a mid-major school the rest mm -hmm. of those girls were you know always on espn always playing prime time and they're really good players and some play in the WNBA now and it's like just to be recognized um as one of the top shooters in the country and then to kind of get like the world treatment and put you on a plane and you know pick you up in a nice black escalade and drive you everywhere it was a lot of fun and then you know the environment was just unreal you know you play in a packed target center and it's like i've never played with this many people in here um the crowd was great the energy was great i mean obviously i wish it would have wouldn't it would have went a little better but you know it is what it is i'm still pretty good i think <laughs> but, I mean, yeah i mean i sat there for about like an hour and a half cold and then i was the first one to shoot not saying it's an excuse, but I definitely was a little cold. But I mean, so is everybody. So, yeah. but I had a blast. I mean, I think yeah, I was I would that would be pumped to lose in the first round and still like have the best time ever. <laughs> you were dapping some people up too. I remember. I remember going. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I, I actually, yeah, I had to put Kayla had to dap people up. 
Yeah, I want to hit. Good thing they didn't invite me. I would have struggled. <laughs> yeah, no, you have to master the art of the dap before you. It's just you have to. You have to if you're a basketball player. That's why I taught her. Yeah, it's true. It. Tay came home and literally taught me <laughs> after that practice. <laughs> Yeah, Frank, I remember watching that. I was so nervous. <laughs> I wasn't nervous, man. I was just like, I'm not probably not supposed to win this thing. Yeah. We, I mean, I got, got beers flowing. We got so many Idaho fans that night. They're all, I was just like, come check this out. Come check this out. Oh, thank you very much. I wish I could have um, performed a little bit better. It's all right. It was so, <laughs> so really cool. It is what it is. I remember like being, I can somehow convince some friends of mine from the band to come watch it at D. Willie's with me, and we were. You guys, you might remember, probably saw Jack, and he was. We were both kind of talking about doing uh, that, like how the band did that. One, after your first shot, you made just jumping out of our chair, just counting one, two. <laughs> I wish if I had the band and like if I could have brought like two teammates, I bet you I would have yeah. absolutely smashed it. Definitely. Just yeah. yeah, I needed my hype. I needed my hype squad behind me. <laughs> I didn't, my parents were like in the nosebleeds, and everybody else had like everybody courtside. And I was like, "Yo, how did you get these tickets? Like, why I can't even see my parents <laughs> wherever they are." Coach was there, but he was in the nosebleeds with my dad. They were having a blast. I'll, I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Take it up with Jake from State Farm. I yeah, I feel I gotta call Jake from State Farm. <laughs> dirty. So then what was your kind of go the three point shooting contest? What was the what was your your favorite moment like with the team? Or like what was your favorite like yeah, what was your favorite moment with the team? When you remember it with the of the team? Um like at the three point competition? Or just like in general, like when you're with everybody. Just like because I've asked, like the, like for example, like the fans' favorite moment of the team is, is the shot. Uh, <laughs> I know, I know the shot. Yeah, <laughs> we know. Yeah. yeah, that wasn't planned. <laughs> My bad. Um, I think my favorite moment is um. The WNIT game against Denver, um, yeah, that was fun for sure. Like no question, it just ha it just so happens to be like the last the last home memory I have. But I've never seen them that packed. I've never not been able to talk to Michaela when she was standing directly in front of me. I was like, "What are you saying? I can't hear you!" <laughs> like we basically played that whole game screaming. Mm -hmm. that, that's the only way we could talk to each other. But just the whole environment and to see that many people um, want to come out and support us like that and not just show up to the game and sit there, but to be so invested and chanting and heckling the other team. It was just, I wish I could go back and play in that game again, just to feel it all over again. Yeah, I agree. That is easily my <laughs> memory too. Like <laughs> Nothing beats that game. So 
that's it. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of curious on this now then. Um, in terms of away teams, like where's one of the, some of the most electric atmospheres you guys have been to? Or most hostile, however you'd like to answer that. But what are some of the top tier, you know? Well, we definitely know where the most hostile is. <laughs> um, Idaho is definitely the most hostile crowd that we played. Um, but there were some really, like, really good crowds that we played in front of. I think the Arizona game in the WNIT, our last game, the they had an amazing crowd. Like, that was amazing. Um, Baylor was really good. They had a really good crowd. Yeah. Shameless um, plug. We, we got shirts trolling. Uh, yep. I know. <laughs> oh, they really don't like us over there. Yeah, they didn't even go eat at a restaurant, and they're like, you're from Idaho? <laughs> yeah, bro. What you gonna do about it? You know, when you beat them so much, you know that's what happens. <laughs> yeah, no, they're always that. That place is always a packed gym. They always have a good crowd. They're mm -hmm. always not afraid to uh, let you know when you miss a shot. Like I don't <laughs> already know I missed it, but I think freshman year, um, I remember we got smacked. We got absolutely smacked freshman year. Yeah, at place, and Allie fouled out, and you fouled out, Mike. And they, yeah. were, people are like waving a mic, and they're standing up, like, "See you later." And I'm like, oh, <laughs> "I'm scared. Take me out. I don't want to <laughs> anymore." But yeah. we got the last laugh, I think. So true. We did. Yeah, there were some rough times there. North Dakota, North Dakota too. Yeah, they always have really all good packs of Betty. Yeah, they had really good crowds. How are the and Montana we there? Montana was always good, yeah. They like weren't they didn't really say anything to us, though. Yeah, yeah, I never, like, heard anything from the fans there. No. But, like, they always had a ton of people there. Just, they were all there for the casual viewing experience, not technically. Yeah, anymore. they were always pretty chill. Like, Yeah, no, I don't remember anybody saying anything to me. Yeah. Well, it's like the Splash Brothers, right? Like, people just buy the ticket to enjoy the show. That's what's happening. They knew you guys were in town. <laughs> they were just there for us. Exactly what was happening. Like, I don't want to disrupt them. I want to watch them do what they do. <laughs> I think we always we always played well, like, at Montana. So they never had anything to say. Mm -hmm. so I was like, what are you going to do? I just hit eight threes. Do you have something to say? Or <laughs> <laughs> no, they were just like silence because Tay would pull up from the Grizzly and they would just I don't know like, what got into me there, but I was like, oh, you have my hands in my face? I'm going to shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> You're guarding me really well? I'm going to shoot it. Yeah, Montana. Was, I was like, ah, good defense. I shall pass. But like, Montana, I was just hucking it up there. If it goes in. Yeah, That's yeah. what I did everywhere. Who am I kidding? <laughs> <laughs> Is there kind of going off though, like the way the venues and stuff? Is there a player that you always gave you trouble or like you always like, let's say, respected their game? That's Savannah Smith. Savannah Smith. Yeah, that easily. Every single time you just like, she's so good and I have so much respect for her. Mm -hmm. but, like, no matter what we did, it like literally on the scouting report in large capital bold letters, like, She's gonna hesitate. She has the best hezzy you'll ever play against. And she would do it, and you're like, here it comes. 
and you bite every single time. Yeah. And yeah. like the way she comes off ball screens and she can shoot. So it's not like, it's not like she can't shoot. And you're like, I'm going to sit back like four feet away and just wait for her to come at me. Like you can't do that because she'll shoot it from the logo and she's fast and she just respects, but I, she pissed me off. Yeah. Definitely the, like one of the best players we played against. Well, yeah, she was. The Hodgins. Well, yeah, the Hodgins. Yeah, oh, it's mentally sound. <laughs> yeah, it's kill you with good shooting form and oh rebounds. Seriously, yeah, those 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 players for sure. Savannah Smith could just like she did everything. So it's like, how do I guard someone who can literally do everything? Right, like, <laughs> and you can't like you just. She's just she's so fast. Yeah. And she's just so good. But you have to guard her close because she shoots. Yeah. She I could find a player from any team that would just just gave us problems, I think. There's always one. Yeah. And you just hope that like you do the game plan well and maybe they have a somewhat off night, but there's always someone mm -hmm. that you just hope to God just misses. Just miss. Yeah. So you you guys have kind of had the benefit of, I guess, because you guys are really our first outside of the football realm or general athletic department. You guys spent your whole time playing in the Big Sky. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of curious, where would you guys rank? Like, who are our rivals, and like, who's number one, and who's like, ah, we consider them a rival, but you know that that's probably the last team I would say I like actively circle on a, a calendar or anything mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. I mean, I would say, I think Eastern, we've always mm -hmm. had absolute dogfights with Eastern. Here, yeah. at, I mean, in Moscow or in Cheney, it was always, it was always a fight with them um, mm -hmm. for sure. I think, I think they're our top rival, in my opinion, just because, yeah, we're really close to each other. And it just always seemed to get, like, a lot of respect between our teams. But there are definitely a lot of, um, not hostility, but, like, we just played hard against each other. And I think they always matched up well with us. And it was just always, it was always tough. Super yeah. tough to get a win over in Cheney. Definitely. Yeah, I would agree. And I feel like we just played them so much more than any team. Cause we met them in the tournament, like almost every year, I swear. And then we met them in the postseason, our sophomore year. And so they were just kind of like the team we could never get rid of. Uh, we played them four times sophomore year. Yeah. Well, so, then we were like, you gotta be kidding me. Like, I know. Like it's the WBI, like they just play somebody else. <laughs> Anybody. But hey, we went over there and that was the first time, that was my first win, our first win in Cheney. Yeah. Yeah, that one felt good. I, mean, I think Idaho State's a rival too, just because you look at, I mean, coach obviously used to coach there, and I don't think they really like that about him, which I don't know why. He's a no, they love him. Cleaner in Moscow. Just, it is. <laughs> I think, again, that's a team that, like, we always went back and forth with. They're really physical, and they're basically the exact opposite of us, like, with their playing style is mm -hmm. they like to slow it down, and they're going to kill you if – you know, the 30 second shot clock and then they're going to get an O rebound and do it to y'all over again. Mm -hmm. And we're like, 
hey, if the first shot, if you're open, like, over half court with 27 seconds left on the shot clock, like, send it. <laughs> that's how we played, but that's, like, not not Idaho State whatsoever. But yeah, there too. Yeah, I definitely say those two teams. So not the donkeys, huh? No. They don't even oh, start considering once, like usually you're first. No. Good. That's what I want to do. I'm scared to play us, to be honest. Yeah. yeah I mean, you guys would have smoked them. That's why. Well, I mean, we played, we played him senior year in Long Beach, and that was that was a high scoring game for sure. Yeah. We, we were up there. I think, I mean, apologies. I didn't play very well that tournament. Mike went, you went off, dude. I didn't really pull my weight. <laughs> I, mean, I had 20 that game, but it was like, it wasn't a good 20. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I got 20 points off of like layups and free throws, and Mike had like 30 points in the first half. And I was like, you go. <laughs> Down to the last, like, we were in it to the last like 30 seconds. Yeah. We didn't I have really think we were like the better team. We just, that we was a bad tournament. For yeah. Us. We did not play well that tournament. We lost both games. Yeah. But we scrimmaged them our freshman year. They were like our first kind of like was our first one. Yeah. And we smacked them. Yeah, we totally <laughs> smacked them like Same. ran them out of the gym. So that's why they didn't want to play. They didn't want to keep score, though. They didn't keep score when we were scrimmaging, but Ethan was keeping score on the end of the bench and he was like, Yeah, we won every game. I was like, <laughs> That's like a new sports. Everybody knew the score. You don't have to keep it. We know it. And yeah. Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we didn't play them like enough. Now they play them enough. Rivals. They don't deserve to be in the conversation anyway. No. The community college. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Would you want to see kind of like the men's team, how they play WSC or Virginia? Would you like kind of see the same thing with them or maybe not? I wish. I wish we would have played them. I wish all the smoke. All of it. I think that would have been so fun. I don't know why we don't play each other. We're literally everywhere. I think they were too scared. They didn't want to lose to a a big sky team and hurt their little Pac-12 ego. But because they scrimmaged them to postseason sophomore year, but we did like an inner squad thing to like, oh, yeah, we were with them and they were with us, so we couldn't be like, we whooped you. (laughs) But honestly, I think we pulled our weight more than (laughs) definitely. That's the one thing if I ever talk to Terry Gallick about anything is get like a like how. They do with the, the Eastern games have like a double header with the yeah. Who would be the best? That would be Make really cool. Like we're all already there. It's a five yeah. minute bus ride. Yeah, they didn't want the smoke, but I did. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you guys think about the tournament being moved to Boise? Do you think that's because I know I've heard all from the Big Sky Conference at least that's been pretty well received. But I guess from competitor standpoint, did you kind of like the neutral site? But I feel like for Idaho it's, and Idaho State, even it's not really that neutral. I feel like we do a pretty good job of traveling. That year, um, Boise, the year I went down to Boise, it was there was a lot of Idaho fans there. Yeah. Like I've always wondered how Montana fans feel about that. Like you know, we have a, 
the flagship of the big sky and they go down to Boise and it's just like, no offense to our men's team who's, you know, had some rougher years, but even for them, like people are showing up for it. And then for your guys' games, like it was noticeable that it's by far the largest crowd I felt like. Yeah. No, I loved the move to Boise. I thought that was a really good move. And yeah. there's so many Vandal alums in Boise. Like, yeah, we just had great support. I, It was kind of a, I feel like we did kind of have an advantage over some other teams, <laughs> but it was still a neutral site. Um, yeah. So it's not our fault that our fans travel and stuff. So we yeah, just I have think to it's a face anyways. I think it's a quicker drive from Pocatello to Boise than Moscow. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's not mileage wise, but yeah, it's uh so if anything, Idaho state has the biggest advantage. <laughs> mm-hmm. Seriously. Yeah, they do. I mean, I think people complain. I, I don't know. I mean, I think it was better than Reno because I think it was more central for, like, all the teams. Like, I think no matter where you put it, somebody's mm-hmm. going to have an advantage. Teams are going to have, you know, fans that travel better than others. Like, there were never a lot of, like, NAU fans or Weber State fans, no matter where we were. If we were in Reno, if we were in Boise, it was all the same. Like, the fans – for certain teams always showed up and other fans didn't. And that's just how it is. But yeah, yep. it is what it is. They can whine about it all they want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They go play in Dahlberg for the whole tournament. That's definitely unfair. <laughs> Dream first opponent for the first game in ICCU arena. Is that thing ever going to get done? <laughs> Supposedly, it looks. You know, it opens, I think, January next year officially. I'll be there. So it won't be ready for the basketball season, but I think it's going to be done and it'll be the next. So not this upcoming, but the 2022 season. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, it's got the beams up. It's looking beautiful. It's, you can see it. Yeah. You can see, you can you can actually picture it now instead of just the <laughs> empty grass field that it was. I mean, I think it'll be easy for coach to get a bigger name schools there, for sure. Mm-hmm. I first of all, I don't get why people don't put it together in general that like you can fly to Moscow or fly to Pullman and you can play WSU and then you can play Idaho and there's your road trip for the week. Like, I don't know, we're not using our heads or something. <laughs> There should be no reason why people don't want Terry, to take notes. That should be a pitch. <laughs> yeah, I just it makes sense. Like you, you could stay at the same hotel and play two teams, and yeah. it would just yeah. it's a- well, Thursday, Idaho, Saturday, boom. Yeah. Yeah. Like, then- it makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, you have like I know Portland State got Tennessee to come play when their new arena went yeah. up, and I was like, how did you get Tennessee in here, dude? <laughs> But I mean, I think, yeah, I think you could probably get like maybe a Pac-12 school or maybe Gonzaga. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like Gonzaga is a school that should come do one at Idaho and then go play at WSU. Like they're a good matchup for both teams, I think, and be worth their time. They'll probably think they can win both, and they are really good. So mm-hmm. come on in. <laughs> we'll see if they win both. How about that? Yeah, I guess. we'll give them a good run for their money. <laughs> um, I guess for you guys now being alumni, what would the 
I mean, how would you utilize the ICCU arena? Because I know basketball has been so tough for both programs because you start in – I remember talking to Don Berlin back when I was in school. He talked about how hard it was to recruit because half the year when you're usually having people do visits, you're in Mem Gym. And then the other half of the year where you're really getting the, the nicer stadium, I guess, um, you know, it's in Cowan Spectrum. It, did you guys find the struggle in making those movements and not really having a designated practice spot and all that? And then what do you think, like, the biggest selling point the university should be selling to new recruits about the arena? Yeah, I think the arena will be a really good, like, recruiting tool. Um just because I think one thing that we did struggle with is like when we were in MEM, MEM is, during the day is used as like a classroom. Yeah. Um, and so it just, it wasn't open and free to us whenever we wanted it or whenever we had a moment. And so like Taylor and I, we love to shoot extra shots whenever we can, um, especially like we have a bad game. Monday morning, we want to be like back in the gym getting extra shots up. So I think that's something like the coaches can definitely use is just that they'll have a gym pretty much at their disposal anytime they want it. Um, and obviously it's going to look great and people are going to come to the games and it's going to be really fun to play there. So I think it will be a big recruiting tool, but honestly, I loved playing in Mev and Cowan. So I think both of them like have like really great things about each of them. And so I didn't mind that at all. I think like Mem and Cowan have two totally different vibes for me. Like Mem to me was uh, like pre-conference games. Like we're going to play all the, the random schools. And then like when I got into Cowan, it was like, okay, now's the time to like lock in. Like it's conference season. Like, you know, it, it was weird sometimes like when Jazz Fest would happen and we'd have to go back into Mem for like a week. And then you're playing like teams you normally play in Cowan, you're playing them in Mem. Which yeah. could be, it was a little weird because you're like, I don't know, I'm not used to seeing them in like this gym. But I think there was no like hesitation for me when I was like thinking about going to Idaho. It wasn't like, oh, they play in Mem. Like Mem is the, the coolest old school like Hoosiers vibe you could get. Like with the bricks and all that stuff in there. I think it's just, I mean, it's a beautiful place. And I loved playing in there, especially because like, we didn't sell out every game. And then when you play in Mem, like you're so much, you're all the fans are closer and the environment is just so, they're just closer to you. They're closer to the game. They can everything. The band is like right there. Yeah. yeah. So then I, I got a follow up for that then. Cause I, I mean, it was part of the big thing with the ICCU, ICCU arena was they purposely made the capacity smaller, which drew a lot of ire from a lot of people. But mm -hmm. uh, one thing that Brian Marceau, our, our other usual co-host, has brought up is Idaho State actually did a switch where they quit converting Holt Arena into basketball and they do all their games now in Reed Gym, mm -hmm. specifically because, like you guys said, you're not selling out every game. So for them, they found that their atmosphere is better if they can get a smaller gym and get, you know, same amount of people, but it feels like more people. And he said, like, according to Idaho State people, they love the change. I think they just did it last year. I mean, is that something – like, so it doesn't really matter with ICCU coming, but maybe for next year, I mean, do you think a switch to just playing in Mem Gym all year might add some of that atmosphere? Or do you do you guys kind of like playing in Cowan? 
I mean, I liked Cowan just for the reason that like the locker room was in the dome mm -hmm. and you know, you didn't have to like carry your shoes over there and carry your Jersey. And especially when it's snowing and you're like, I don't want to get anything dirty. <laughs> but that's pretty much the only reason. Like I, I think we've always talked about like if they would just take the floor of Cowan and put it in mem, it would look so phenomenal in there. And I would love playing every single game in there. It's just that like, we wish we just had a locker room in there. Pretty much. That's it. Like, we use the, I think we use the tennis locker room, which was fine. But like, again, you don't have all your stuff there. It's, you gotta it's make sure you early to like, there's just, just some chairs, which is fine. But yeah, that was pretty much the only part about them that was inconvenient was like walking over there when it was cold because we were too stubborn to like put pants on. So we'd walk over there freezing cold in our shorts. <laughs> And it was like when I was at, I went to Montana State for the football game, and those guys, they have it rough. So their like locker room is like a half mile from the football stadium. So we were all out tailgating, and it was October 13th, and it was like three feet of snow. And same thing, they're all walking through the snow with all their stuff. And this is like three hours before the game. I'm like, that would be absolutely miserable. At least like Cal and to Mem Gym is like 100, yeah, it's a little more than 100 yards, but. Ooh, I could not have done that. And then, like, cleats and everything. Yeah. yeah. I just had to bring my shoes and, like, yeah. my jersey, which I stuck don't want to Don't want to get on hardwood with wet, wet soles. Yeah. I but <laughs> it's that like, well. all the random people would walk in and then walk across the floor, and you're like, dude, walk around the lines. <laughs> my shoes dry. Did, did any like when they played you ever like hear any like what opponents would say when they would be you'd be playing in mem gym like with all the different lines and just, yeah just, actually like, three or four different like, ball and forwards. whatever else yeah. yeah we played Washington the sophomore year or junior year we played Washington in mem and at my yeah junior year I played uh, I have a really good friend that played for Washington and I was talking to her after their shoot around and one of her teammates that I played against in high school. She looks over at me and she goes, oh, so where's like, where are we playing tonight? I said, we're playing right here. And she goes, with all the lines on the floor? I said, are they in your way? And she was like, yeah, it's basically what I said. I was like, you good? Like, you know, like the black ones. You just look at the black ones. I think you know, like which ones they are. And she was like, oh, for real? Like, you're not messing with me? I was like, not, do you see another gym that I know about? Like, there's nothing here. And she was like, oh, that's, yeah, that's cool. And I was like, yep. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I don't want to tell you. <laughs> I'd say that actually probably played into our hands a bit because I feel like that does throw some people off. And for you guys, it probably became second nature. Yeah, so I never honestly noticed. I never, like, never questioned <laughs> it. We don't shoot from right on the line anyways. Like, we shoot from, like, four feet behind it. So it wasn't a problem for us. But we're never really looking for the line. Anyway. If you're that close to the line where you might be stepping there's on lines? it. There's <laughs> the coach always said, like, don't even think you're close to it. Okay. Uh, Chris, you got anything? I'm good, man. You want to ask I, maybe one or two, then we'll move full. Yeah, on. I got a couple of, like, I couldn't, with the, even though this is kind of more asking you about basketball and stuff. I couldn't not ask about some band stuff. <laughs> we love the band. We yeah. can talk about the band all day. Um, <laughs> that's great. Cause I, ooh, it gives me an idea for something. Then. 
Uh, Taylor, I know you asked this for for the getting ice segment that I did for the band last fall, but I was kind of curious. What is some of your both of you both of your favorite heckles that the band did? Um, your mother is a vandal fan. Yeah, <laughs> one that always made me laugh. Um, what else? You steal uh, Starbucks when we played North Dakota because their jerseys were green, and I thought that was really funny. Took me a minute. I was at the free throw, and I was like, "Why are they yelling Starbucks?" And then the <laughs> jerseys, and I was like, "Oh ho ho!" I get it. <laughs> what else? The power of potatoes. Yep, that's classic. Yeah. That's a classic. That one came up, I think, in a game against Montana. Like our director at like the one of the I think it was against Idaho State in 2016. We start he started it and we were like he had to come up with something. So we started we started getting power of potatoes or something. It might have been that or a Montana game. Yeah. He started yeah, one of my favorites. That and it just stuck. Uh, what else? There's that one, I don't know her name, but she has like the most distinct yell that I Oh Jalen! Oh yes. And, yell. like, I know it's coming, so I'm good, but, like, people at the free throw line, they're just not ready. Like, you guys will be yelling, and then she'll just jump in right when they're about to shoot, and I'm like, dude, you got some lungs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was fun. <laughs> I think she wrote a book one time, too, like Green Eggs. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I remember that. I, I uh, was very – the only thing I listened to in the games was the band. Like, I never really heard the fans. But I heard you guys. Yeah, same. Uh, favorite pet band tune. Favorite. I mean, like you know, you you guys, you, you both are playing. But is there? Oh, oh, I know. Oh, we know. <laughs> um, I don't know what you any know, of the yeah, bands are. The one where you go like not that. That one, I always dance. Oh, that's uptight. Great, yeah. that one. I uh, yeah, we <laughs> love that one. And that then one had a cool, like, uh, switch, like a I don't know. I guess not really a beat drop, but there was like a switch in one of them. Oh, I don't know how to describe it, but it was really aggressive, oh, and I, I, you know which one I'm talking yeah, about. I, know, I always jumped when it happened. I jumped yeah. on the beat. Yeah, there's like just the it go. It's like building up, and then it's just like, and then it goes. Oh, yeah, um, so hype. Um, uh, 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 See, no, you know no, it. No, not that video. I think I, if I can just look at the names, I'll probably know. It. No, it would have been "Hello, What Is Love." Not "Hey, uh, Hey, Yeah, Old Town Road." It been cashmere. No, it might have been cashmere or something What's, like I that. I know the name. Was it Cashmere and some like Kanye West song, if I remember right, or something? I don't know. But it's, it would get hype at this very moment if you guys played it. <laughs> yeah, there were certain songs that were just, yeah. I don't really know any of the names of them either, but. No, but I would hear like the first note and I was like, let's get it. I'm yeah. Like, Turn me up. <laughs> I've always wondered that, like, if athletes actually hear, like, I get it's different with like a band, but like when you go to any kind of professional sporting event and they've got a DJ, it's like, do they actually hear the songs going and get some pumped up? Or are they just so 
in the zone or the meeting or whatever's going on. So that's kind of cool to know that like you guys are like, oh, oh yeah, let's do this. Let's go drain some threes. <laughs> like at timeouts too, if coach like timeouts, we would always sit on the bench and the coaches would like get in a little huddle and talk with themselves first. Obviously, if it wasn't a very serious moment, like a great song came on, I would probably be messing around on the bench. That's just how I was. Like, I would sing or dance or do something stupid. But, like, if I was playing in a game and they played music like they do in professional games, like, I don't think I would notice it at all. You're just yeah. too, like, you're too locked in. But if if I'm on the bench, I'm, I'm probably vibing with the band. Yeah. Probably. Honestly, I think the band got me more hyped than like our pregame like playlist. The band would come in and start playing, and I would just like so much more hyped. Like we would get so sad, like over Christmas break if they oh when there. the band wasn't there. Was like, we walk out there and we just see like the empty stand, like where the drums would be, and we're like, oh, yeah, we should be there. This was our first year of like going to Christmas break games, and it was a, uh, it was like it was, it's different. It's yeah, like, break is rough. Hear, rough. hear everything the coach says, and I'm like, whoa! I didn't realize he, he talked that much. Or, <laughs> that or you can hear the bench a lot. And I'm like, wow. See, I've always been a big like. I think they should do for like Christmas break, do like an all Idaho tournament in Boise every year, where you get like Boise State, Idaho State, Idaho, Northwest Nazarene, you know, LC. Like just anyone that plays basketball in the state and just boom, you're doing like a weird round robin thing, whatever. Yeah. Instead of playing like the, you know, NAIA schools preseason, like do it during the holiday break right before like conference play and just, I don't know. Then you guys are in Boise and some alumni can show up and get yeah. some atmosphere going. I think that would be a cool, I think for both programs, obviously, but yeah, that would be so, really cool. I think for the women's because I think the teams are all way more even there where I feel like on the men's side, Boise State would run everybody, but like you guys, I mean, I guess you guys would run everybody on the women's side, but it's way more fun when you're you're running people than being ran on. So Mm -hmm. exactly. Well, we had one pre-game preseason game in Boise, Mm -hmm. like right before Christmas. And that was Mm -hmm. really, really fun. That was fun. There were a lot of people there. It was better with the men. I don't know who they played. We played Eastern Oregon. Yeah, see, it doesn't even matter who you play. People would show up. It could be yeah. College of Southern Idaho. I don't know. But, like, people yeah, would be there, and it would be fun. Especially because yeah. neither of, like, us or the men's team, we never played in Boise. So it was, like, their one chance, like, all the fans yeah. down there for to come see us. And, like, they put out all the little, like, things you can smack together and, like, little <laughs> sticks. Yeah. They put them on like, all the seats and stuff. And, like, people just had a really good time. And, I mean, it was nice, too, because, like, we had a – Isabel, who is from Boise, so like she brought out like forty something fans like by herself. <laughs> but the rest of us didn't really contribute, but she really helped. Yeah. yeah, but it was a lot of fun, especially with the doubleheader. Like it's a two for one. Like why not just go watch both games? Right. And yeah, exactly. Yeah, really well. So and by that time, you're probably over your family, and you're like, yeah, I'm gonna go hang out with some vandals and watch some basketball and maybe have a yeah. couple of Montuckies. Yeah, I mean, why not? It's like one night for like what, four hours. Just have exactly. a nice. Night. Right. <laughs> Plus, I love it when we have vandal events down there because we just take over the freaking town. It's so yeah, mm-hmm. I love it because all the Boise ugly blue can just gets run over by the black. Yeah, yeah, we're right there with you. Gold's a better <laughs> color than blue or orange. So, blue and orange. Like, 
Gold. It's like every school should have gold. It's literally the most awesome color. Or just black. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> black and blue, black and orange. Right. Yeah. Not blue and orange. Not right. blue and orange. Yeah, throw black in anything, it makes it better. Yeah, they should have gone black and orange or black and blue. Better. Do you kind of like all right, Martin? You got any any last follow up questions? Or are we we getting into the tricky part? Do you speaking of colors like thing? But do you do you like the rebrand that they were doing with the university and athletics, or do you like the old kind of Vegas gold, whatever it's called? I mean, I kind of like the old gold just because that's what we like had from it's within the jerseys I have behind me. Yeah, so like that's what we kind of came in with and. You know, pretty much, yeah, all of our clothes have that gold on it. So, personally, I like that one better just because of the, like, sentimental part of it. But so I, mean, I see some of the gear, and I'm like, okay, actually, that new gold looks good. So, yeah. Yeah. I think at first, like, I, I, I still prefer the old gold, I think. I just like how it's a little bit more muted. And, like, it's not so, like, in your face, bright. But it's also gold. Like I said, yeah. <laughs> but like some of the new stuff, like the shirts we got, like we have like one shirt from our senior year that has the the new bright gold on it. And I actually really like that shirt a lot. And like coach gave us a shirt for like the champ when we won the championship and it has that on it, the new stuff. And I like it. It just like I think when I originally saw the new gold, I was like, This is a lot. Like, are we gonna put this on everything? Because like we need it in doses. But yeah. I like the way they're doing it. Like they're not smacking us them with like the bright gold jerseys, which I thought they were gonna do. And I was like, "Don't do that. Don't, <laughs> don't put them just, in those uniforms." Yeah, mustard yellow. Yeah, kind just And you can see the podcast is transitioning. <laughs> we've got like the gold on our like Wi-Fi, and then we've got the new gold in our our player names. Mm -hmm. So. We're, we're also making the transition, but I just go like, if you look at this yellow compared to the yellow on my hat, it's yellow. It's not gold. Mm -hmm. That's, that's my yeah. one complaint. I'm one of the few yeah. that like, I'm not a fan of it at all, but yeah. you know, like I said, I if we win in it, I don't care what colors we rock. So. So yeah, true. I, mean, I think too, I don't know. Like it, we didn't really have it, especially like our black uniforms, the new ones we got, not the ones that are behind you, but the ones, the new ones we got still have that gold in it and they look really good. I guess I have, yeah. but yeah. And like our white uniforms, coach just went with like just black and white in those, and I thought they looked really clean. I like the, the one I think was the ones you had your senior year, those like kind of the more the block Idaho on the. Yeah. Those I, I like. I really like our whites from last. Yeah, year. those are really nice. Like I saw that in my locker for the first time, and I was like, put me in some all white <laughs> shoes, and we're looking flying out there. <laughs> Every time I put on the white uniform, he tried. He he would ask us like, "Do you guys want to wear silver tonight?" And we're like, "Nope, no, we don't." You, you, guys, you didn't like the silvers. I just like the white more. Yeah, same. I didn't and, mind the silvers, but like the whites, just they looked so clean. Yeah, mm -hmm. but the silver too, like it was hard to match it with the right undershirt. So I was always like two shades, which is a personal problem. We <laughs> like, started wearing undershirts, and like other people started wearing undershirts, so it wasn't just me. I was like, if we could just match them up like the right way, I would, I wouldn't mind. <laughs> but I did. <laughs> okay, and now 
going on to the final segment, getting ice, which is you can ask you can ask me and Chris any question you want. It can be Idaho related. It can be whatever you want. But to give you some time to think about some questions, have you ever have your summer plans been canceled? Are you having a hard time finding a backup plan? Well, don't fret and don't look too far away. There are amazing options for you, options right out your back door that offer the ultimate mix of fun and adventure. Venture into the largest protected wilderness in the continental United States for the ultimate form of social distancing. Hughes River Expeditions has a fun first class trips on rivers in the West since 1976. Enjoy a multi-day trip down the middle fork of the salmon of the salmon river can the salmon salmon river canyons. The Selway, or even special trips like the one to see the Perside. Perside meteor shower. Camp on pristine beaches, hike amazing trails, spot wildlife, and soak in beautiful natural hot springs. Take in the na- take in the history along the river. Fit take a, take yeah, take in the history along the river. Fish some of the most remote stretches of river in the lower forty-eight. Let Hughes River Expeditions handle everything else. Hughes River Expeditions is a vandal owned and operate is vandal owned and operated and is ready to take you on a vacation of a lifetime. HRE is booking trips now through 2023. Wow, that's far. Don't miss out on a once-in-a-lifetime trip right here in the gem state. You can check them out at HughesRiver.com or give them a call at the HRE office. Whatever you what are you waiting for? Find out what it's like to grab a paddle, catch dinner, and ride the bull on the world-class rivers right here in the Gem State. Call them now at 800-262-1882. There has never been a better time to get out in the fresh air of the Idaho backcountry. Nice work. Getting ice. So, <laughs> so Martin kind of covered it. Yeah, you guys can ask any question. Yeah. It doesn't have to be sports related, or it can be. Time, I can think but... of one too. If you need more, more time. Oh, I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, this, this is be bad to ask, well, but I want to ask about the band because we obviously okay. look, we love the band. I yes. talk about the band all day. Like it's the band is the best. Like, uh, okay. Anyways, to my question, <laughs> what like team is the band's favorite? Like what games do you like, do you guys enjoy the most? Or is it kind of different for everyone? It's kind of a different for everyone. Like I, uh, it's kind of, I enjoyed them all. It's kind of, I hate to say it like that, but Idaho State, yeah. I, if I had to pick one, I'd say Idaho State because they're just, it's in Idaho and there's so much like Idaho stuff you can, you can say like, you can use like the flagship or land grant chant a lot more. You could against any other one. Yeah. Even though they are, even like, it's kind of, I don't, I didn't like it as much towards the end of my time in the band, but one of my favorite like, people liked it was like the thing with like, with again, you're playing Boise state would be, you say Boise is not a state. And as a joke, we'd kind of, maybe chant Idaho's not a state once or twice to kind of see if we could get a reaction out of them. <laughs> Never worked. It was, it was kind of a funny joke. <laughs> and just kind of go off of that, kind of play off the, the flagship land grant and that yeah. kind of, that kind of stuff. So do you have like a favorite, um, 
like team like wins basketball. <laughs> Subtle. As far as like like what what do you yeah mean? like what team do you like to play for the most like like the men's or the volleyball oh, the men's or women's team yeah just any like football. oh it, yeah. it it oh it's it's the women's team hands down like I like I I love the marching band but like playing for you like after it all for me it all comes back to one fateful night in Waco just kind of that's where it kind of like I kind of said like I just love to play for the women's team like that it's, it's always the best oh, good to hear that answer I wanted <laughs> um I guess we've we've talked about our favorite songs but what's like what, what was your favorite song to play like at our games uh, I had a couple it was it was uptight like the one the horn moves that you yeah. both of you can do we can do we, I did jungle do. boogie Oh, actually, three. Uptight, Jungle Boogie, which I you probably know Jack, the dancing man. I would always occasionally try and get him on my shoulders, and he would do his scream with that. <laughs> and then uh, and then YMCA, because he would always just go dance around the arena, dance around counter, Mem Jim, just doing YMCA, and he'd always get the crowd involved, and it was the best. Uh, so many good memories with the band. <laughs> Literally, like, I could go on for days. Yeah. Like... <laughs> The fact that you guys would always be like at the big sky tourney too like yeah oh that's a good question did you ever like see other bands at the tournament and like size them up kind of like trash talk like we trash talk on the court but do you guys like trash talk in the hotel like wow you guys sound like crap today terrible there's a couple couple instances i kind of speak out for that it was a month one year we played Montana State. We kind of they brought they had a big band like us, and they we played off each other, making the crowd and the chance a lot all the time. And the other one it was a uh, was Waco was the Baylor band too. Was that one was they we just started chanting like Dr Pepper because the Dr Dr Pepper Museum or brisket. <laughs> And then we also, I think it was, we also had some other chants too. I think we started changing like I-90 at one point. <laughs> I think they started, so their, they, they started playing their version of like Light em Up or some of the, they had their version of a song that we would be kind of play, we'd play their, ours, ours, and it was the funniest thing ever. And then That's they played their own water. And Montana then we played State. our beer song. And it was the funniest thing ever to hear their reaction to that. I think I was just watching a replay of like, the Montana State game on Pluto the other day, and it was like you could tell like we just won and like everybody was going off and each team plays a fight song and Montana State like started their fight song and then like within five seconds you guys just started playing over them and it was so much louder and I just remember <laughs> watching that I'm like am I hearing them is our band just out playing Montana State right now while like their players are leaving the court so I love that 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 you were like oh yeah Montana State one year. I'm like, I think I just watched that on TV. <laughs> That's one of my favorite. I vividly remember, like, going through, like, whatever, high-fiving everybody, and then they were playing – Montana State started playing their fight song, and I was like, did we not just win the game? Like, are you confused? Like, the respect thing. Like, you got to let them play theirs, and then you play ours, and then we play our beer song on top of that. 
<laughs> I was just, I was annoyed because I was like, you're playing it like you just won. Like, go home. Get on your plane. That's me. I talk a lot of smack, obviously. I talked a lot of smack before you guys. Like, I'd see other bands in the hotel and be like, hmm, you're kind of rough out there. <laughs> Better bring it today, fellas. Okay. <laughs> Our band's really good. Like, what do you got over there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was so like obvious that our band was the best, and I just felt like so good about myself. <laughs> oh yeah, like our band is so much better. That's our band. Yeah, <laughs> like, they would come in with like ten people, and I was like, "Where's your band? Like, who are these guys? You only got like five mm-hmm. people over there, dude. Like, look at ours. You got the list." We're talking with our director, and he would bring the limit. He could bring up each instrument, or just the max he was allowed to bring. He would bring them at every game. I love it. Him to that's, re- that's wait to Reno, Boise, even even though Big Sky people, if you're watching, I paid for my tickets, but I got in with the band, the band entrance from the year in Boise that one year. I got in with them. Like it's they bring like Idaho brings the most they can get. Yeah. Didn't you? You're going all the way out there, you might as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very like true. we you guys legitimately like I'm not just saying that because you're our band, but like you guys always actually sounded better than everybody else no, like they no. would and i'm like dude shh, you're not good, you're not good. <laughs> yeah, because they would let the bands like take turns and i was just like Ugh. But Turn it off. like our band plays the song better so like let's just let them do it <laughs> that's cool but just let our guys handle it all right yeah. you guys play the triangle over there and just play along <laughs> with our band i think there was a band that actually had a triangle too and we were like that actually probably under Reno one year. <laughs> that's what you hear. I know when like you're trying to throw somebody off. That's what that's what the players hear. Is the triangle. <laughs> oh dang! They got a triangle. I'm I'm distracted now. <laughs> there you go. I think they weren't. Also, other bands weren't as good at like heckling. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Sometimes, like they would just tell me that like, hey, you're not good. I'm like, good one all conference. <laughs> I'm like, that was one, like, no points for creativity. Like, yeah, our band was so creative. Like, I would hear what they say, and I, like, couldn't not laugh. Like, I was on the court playing a game, and I laugh. <laughs> it's really made it hard to be serious in serious moments. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else? What else do I have to ask? Um, Chris, do you got anything? No, forgetting ice for you. I wasn't thinking. I can't think of one. Maybe next time. <laughs> I got one. I got one. Okay. And since you have the Splash Sisters together, what's your favorite memory of us? Like, ooh, yeah, that's a good one. Oh, doing something There's together. We did a lot together, but like, or individual, doesn't matter. Free range. Here you go. Oh gosh! I, remember, <laughs> I iced him. I think there's yeah, a there's a couple. Oh god, there's a couple. Now he's I iced. remember my first like kind of I think it was like the first game like the band was at your like both your friend Mem Jam. I remember. I remember a. I remember a friend of mine who didn't actually play in the band that much. He didn't do basketball band that much, but he decided to go to that game. And I remember he 
Viv- I think he remembered you, Michaela, because I think he went to your. I think you both went to high school together. Oh really? He pointed you out. I was like, oh, okay. I remember like, as the season goes on. Then I remember it was a. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, I remember like for it. I, I it gets said a lot, Taylor. But I think the first memory for you is the is the <laughs> shot. Like I, that's everyone's first memory of me. Yeah. It's legendary. One, I, remember, I remember after you, after the team came in to the band hangout room in Waco, like it was like right after the game, right after we had Vitex, whatever it was in Waco, we got cake or something, did the fight sign. I remember a couple others kind of, uh, Ethan took a picture of the kiddie pool. And then we talked, we, uh, I don't know if I could say that without like violations or anything. <laughs> I remember we talked about that. And then I remember, I just remember that, like that night, just like the fight, like everything about that night, just a fight song, everything. Yeah. It's kind of a long speed out answer, but That's yeah. That's a good memory though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wake up with nuts. That's Near, somebody tripped on. No, that's a, no, that wasn't me. Somebody nearly tripped over one of the players. I can't remember who it was. <laughs> one heck of a night. Yeah, I was in the lobby for most of that night, and then I went to my room. <laughs> it was a good night. I do remember. Um, I this uh, memory from the band in Reno freshman year. <laughs> I was. I was walking by myself. I was going back to my room. We roomed together, Mike, freshman year. Oh, I yeah. I wasn't with you for this one. I was walking back to my hotel room, like, by myself. And, like, one of the band kids, like, turned the corner and saw me. And they were, like, so excited to see me. And I was like, what's up? Oh, hi. And he, he was carrying, like, a six-pack. Oh, that might have been me. That might have been me. I don't know if it was you. I, was I can't remember. All I know is that. You were like, hey, yeah, someone was like, you were a bunch of the band kids, like, we're in a room over here, like, want to come have a drink? And I was like, I was like, I, you know, I was like, I'm uh, only 18, first of all. Um, second of all, I have a game tomorrow, so thank you. I was really, like, I totally would if this was, like, the end of my senior year or something. But I was like, don't really think that works out with the uh, – the game plan for tomorrow. Want to want to stay on the court and perform? Yeah, but it was so funny because I was like, yeah, I was that was my first like memory of the band being like, hey, those guys are so cool. Like, yeah, I don't know why there's like the stigma about like band kids being weird, but like you guys are actually with a party at every single party, like anywhere I ever went. But that's one of my favorite band stories because I was like, mm-hmm. he, I literally have a game tomorrow. I can't, <laughs> I can't do this. No one loves their band like Idaho. That reminds me of my freshman year. We have a band band seminar called Freshman Seminar. And someone invited the soccer team, and they actually showed up the day before a game. We were like, what the? The soccer team goes hard. Yeah. Yeah. I love them. (laughs) Kind of moving things along from my getting ice. If you were in the band, what instrument would you play? I know mine. Hmm. Fire. Yeah, let's hear it, Tay. I always wanted to play the drums. Like, the amount of times I've played the drum set, like, 
it's been just me and like Cowan and I've just seen it there and like it's a Sunday morning and nobody's there and I just want to go hit it but I never did but like I just I don't know I just vibe with the drums I feel like I've always wanted to play them they just look like so much fun I just want to hit the things especially during like the national anthem I always watch the band guy the guy on the drum hit the thing <laughs> that's what I watched during the national anthem was not focused on the game whatsoever <laughs> yeah I feel like drums would be fun, but I think I would want to be like one of the wind instruments or something because like the dancing and the moves just seem, you just look like you're having so much fun. I don't know which one, probably like the saxophone or something just cause that like looks really cool. Um, I yeah. rock trumpet. Honestly, like if I, weren't, uh, if I weren't on the basketball team, I would be in the band. Like yes. no question. Because you're good at music. Mike, mm -hmm. not good at everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to keep her humble. Yes, I am. <laughs> no, I'm not. Mu I'm not musically gifted at all. But yeah, neither am I. Sorry. <laughs> if I didn't play basketball. I would try to be in the band. The only rhythm I have is like with dribbling. <laughs> True. I'm in my hand, and I'm like, I don't know what these buttons do. Like, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> that was another thing to pick up another thing. I still, I'm still very grateful for having this autographed. I might somewhere, somewhere. I think. What? What? I was just. I think I was. I, was Jack? Jack's the guy that dances, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was like signing the cards, oh, you and then like a musical instrument just like popped in front of me, and I like didn't really look up, and I was like, "Whoa, like, where'd this come from? This is not my card." <laughs> the whole team, like the whole team, signed it. Like even even coach signed it. I'm pretty sure. Oh, Frank, that's cool. Coach is such a legend. Yeah, the best Big Sky coach by far, easily. Like it's not even. I respect all of them, but he's the coolest one. Mm -hmm. Such a wow! What a guy! <laughs> such a good coach too. Like you guys don't get to see what he's like in huddles and like. Yeah. In the competitive. Like whenever I've seen him, I never see him at like a game, kind of wrap things up soonish. But like I remember seeing him like at like one of the games over break because you can actually hear everything, and it's just he goes from like yelling to like calm and so I'm like wow. Yeah, yeah. He gets after the refs for you. You don't even have to like. He doesn't even have to see it. You could just tell him like, coach, that girl hit me in the face. And the ref didn't call it, and he's like, "Okay, <laughs> get over him, here." I remember hearing him yell like, "I hear you!" Oh, come on! Like a couple times, I'm like, "Oh, coach is mad." Yes. Yeah. So I want to know with Newly real quick. I think he's smart. He's got like the weird fashion sense where, like, he doesn't go the whole suit and tie sweater vest, which I think is yeah. smart. Yeah, and maybe maybe it changes with with Kloss at least now that he's got. Um, a little bit more money, but like every time I watch like Kloss or Berlin, their clothes were always like too big on them. And I was like, yeah. God, you guys like, like, do you not know how a properly fitted suit should be? Like, if you're going to wear it, wear it right. And then you see Newly and you're like, see, at least he's like, he's got it. He's like, I'm not a suit guy and my look works. And I'm just like, thank God. Like, he comes out and you're like, that guy looks like a coach. Like, I felt yeah. like Kloss and Berlin come out and you're like, oh man, like, I feel like you're setting this up already. You got to get that stuff tailored. Newly's just like he's either got the sweater or he's got the like he's got like the little like 
turtlenecks. Yeah. Like, I don't really think Coach he was got swag. for a while. He, he changed, I think it was like our junior year. He started with like those newer like Nike golf polos and like he yeah, was looking like Tiger. Or like, <laughs> Dude, I was like, who are you? And the all black Converse, the all black Converse that he's got, and like he doesn't take off his cool like such like surfer bracelets he wears, like leaves <laughs> the rings on, and like he got new glasses one year, and I was like, woof, yeah, looking, you just gotta tone it down over there, man. You just the drip right here is just <laughs> it's too much, and like Coach when just got drip. like. We would wear white and he would like wear the white polo or like we would be wearing all black and he'd wear all black and i'm like it's just the fashion sense mm-hmm. yeah he always looked good and his style was so unique like i never saw any coach wear what he does and he Once pulls again, it off. best in the big sky yeah it's easily like yeah not even like i see coaches and they try and wear like the green tie because their team is green and i'm like it's just that ain't it chief <laughs> Well, we have really good colors for Coach, too, because, like, he can go with the all black and still match. Yeah, he looks yeah. – he Put some gold job. accents on there. Yeah. Like, you um, can tell he needs a big gold watch. That's what he needs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he should just wear all of the green yeah. for every game. I would say newly could teach a class to coaches across the country on how to dress. Yes. I feel like I agree. basketball coaches are getting worse at that, and newly got it on point. <laughs> No, I didn't yeah. remember for a second he would. Uh, I would. Sh- I'm still in the habit of showing up extremely early to games for like because I'm still on band time. Like going up, sitting in my spot in Mem Gym, and I just turn around and I just see Coach sitting up in a corner. And I'm like, what? I didn't yeah. know it was Coach at first because I thought I was like, wait a second, is that a parent or something? And I was, oh, that's Coach. Yeah, just he's a, up in a little corner in Mem Gym. He's like very, like he's quiet, but he's not. Like, he's very strategic and, like, meticulous, I think, with, like, I think he's superstitious, too. I think he's really superstitious. He just mm-hmm. wants to <laughs> But, like, he's got his, like, game day routine just like we do. And, yeah. I mean, I think that structure is good, especially for us, kind of, like, he's always watching. He's always watching something. He's always got some kind of secrecy up his sleeve. Like, he's sitting up there for a reason. He's watching someone. Mm-hmm. It's probably someone from the other team. Like he's got a hunch that someone's hurt, and he's trying to figure it out. Like, there's a lot that goes into it. He's mm-hmm. his the craft of coaching is just something else with him. He's got mm-hmm. such a great basketball mind. Like people just don't really understand how good of a coach he actually is. Yeah, and how much time he spends. Like I think behind the scenes is like we don't even get to see all of what he does, but I know that he spends hours and hours like thinking of game plans and yeah he just he's got vision for everything like yeah. before the first preseason practice like he knows exactly what he wants us to look like in like a month and he gets us there whether we he's like it or not. stuff right now you'd say yeah. oh he's 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 got the game plan for this next season he's he's mapped it already there's no question oh, yeah. he knows yeah. exactly what he wants he knows what he wants where like the only thing is that the girls just have to confirm they can do what he wants them to do. Yeah. And we got some studs now. I mean, I think yeah. this team's got There's a shot. Even like, this, uh, the class, this upcoming class of freshmen, and even looking ahead to 2021, too, it's all looking looking up. Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. He just I mean, reloads. He's so good. Yeah. He's, He's such a good recruiter. It's not even yeah. like. It's, it's just going to take off even with the arena. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. Give give him a shiny new toy and see what he does. He doesn't like, I think the biggest thing for coaching recruiting me was that he was always like brutally honest. Like that's how he was when I played there. That's how he was recruiting me. It was like, you go on these other visits and you talk to coaches and they tell you things like we're going to play in the NCAA tournament next year. But you look at their record the year before and they were three and 27 and you're like, my guy, are we being honest? And coaches like, look at my championship trophies. Look at my rings. I'm a damn good coach and uh, we're going to win. And I'm like, yeah, I like you. I believe and you. Yeah, Let's do this. I believe you. <laughs> yeah. He's just good. A good. The whole coaching staff, like, they each bring something different to the table with how they talk to recruits. And, like, it's their little system. Whatever they got cooking in coaches' office is good. It's good. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, time to get into closing the bar. We want to thank the Splash Sisters for joining us. Taylor, Michaela, I mean, honestly, pleasure. Uh, first guests that aren't from the athletic department or on the football team. I mean, we were like, if you're going to do somebody outside of those, it's got to be you two. Um, so let, let the people know what's going on in your lives and how they can uh, uh, get in touch with you if they want. How they can follow along. and Or if you want them to, better question. Yeah. <laughs> how can they keep in touch? How can they, if they wanted to, like how could they follow along with – like if they wanted to follow your pro career in Europe or Australia, where could they do that too? Yeah. Um, well, for me, I'm going to be leaving for Europe in a week. So they can follow me. I know my club has a, a Facebook page. Um, it's not always in English, but you might be able to translate it. <laughs> I know I saw like I – I kind of followed your like in like, like Eurobasket.com or something like that. Yeah, Eurobasket is like if you just go to Eurobasket and type in my name, like everything will pop up. So that's a great, great start. And it's in English, so even better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I would definitely go to Eurobasket. They'll have all the games, updates, stuff like that. Yeah, I don't, I'm not. Uh, I'm not. Yeah, I don't have anything in the works right now. <laughs> I don't have any like contracts or anything going on like for Europe this season. It's obviously a weird like this, this whole year has just been really weird. So um, I'm hoping to go back to Australia. And I mean, you can follow me on Instagram or Twitter. Obviously, I post. I don't post a lot on either of them. But when big things happen, I do. Um, and then, I mean, like I'm thinking. Obviously, me and Mike will hopefully go back to Australia and play in like the NBL one. And they have Instagram, Twitter pages. They're really good about posting all sorts of stuff. And mm -hmm. All the teams have Instagram pages, so there's always a way to find out where we are. But probably if you just follow us, honestly, we post we post when uh, good things happen. Yeah, whenever we're together, we're posting. So um, if you want to see pictures of us? Follow us on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, once again, we we want to thank you guys for coming on. It's uh, been awesome. I know it's something that a lot of our our listeners have wanted for a while, so I'm glad we were able to do it. A uh, blessing in disguise from COVID. It gave us time to get a lot of vandals on. Um, so hopefully all you guys out there that are listening and enjoyed this, enjoyed Max Ford, enjoy, uh, enjoy Kristen Armstrong. Let us know who else you want to hear from. It's been nice getting in touch with vandals. Make sure you follow us at Tubs at the Club on Instagram and Twitter. You can also follow us at uh, – make sure you follow Big Sky Podcast Network. That's at Big Sky Podcast on Twitter. Follow all the BSPN happenings. Um, that's all we got for you guys. So we want to thank everybody for tuning in. And, and Martin, I'll, I'll let you say the magic word. And, and now it's time for the best band in all the land to play us out with the beer song.
Vandal. 